come on and sit down and watch this with me. You know you want to watch it. And I want you to watch it too. Come on. So, I don't know about Gigi, but I love this holiday. So very, very much. One of my favorites. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just the best, you know. It's unique um, compared to all the other ones. True. Um, which are tied to, you know, the Abrahamic religions. <laughs> um, this is much more pagan and fantastic. I love Halloween. It is October 31st, 2018. I'm coming at all y'all. And it's a very special episode of I Want You to Watch This, your favorite post-viewing movie podcast. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm joined by my two lovely and talented uh, co-hosts here, um, Colin and Craig. How are you both? Spooky. <laughs> I am good, Dennis. You can't see it, but uh, Colton is uh, Dracula Mario for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am a hot dog. Um, that is no joke. Um, he, he listeners like he one hundred percent is dressed as a hot dog right now. <laughs> yeah, and and Colin was dressed as Mario earlier. Um, Craig, did you dress up at all this year, or do you got anything? No, I just no. yeah, just uh, just chilling. Yeah, that's fine. I get I did some black nail polish and. <clears throat> It's about as well, I, I got my alien earrings in, so I got my face hugger and my xenomorph. There you go. So yeah, that's about as festive as I really felt like getting you, this year. But you do have a kind of a HR Geiger thing going on. Yeah, it's so. a, little, a little aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did also fashion my face into a vagina monster. So there's that, but nothing, nothing too big. I didn't want to go. But you do that every thirty yeah, first yeah. of you know, the month. Sleeping in like a black corset cage or like some other sort. Yes, of I, 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 I guess I didn't want to go too far this year. You know. I just wanted to do a little something to kind of, you know, just go with the mood. But I didn't want to go too far. So, yeah, I just spent, like, you know, eight hours fashioning my mouth into a weird-looking H.R. Geiger vagina monster. But, <laughs> uh, you know, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, as if you've been listening uh, past few episodes, we've been doing um, uh, horror movies for the month. Uh, horror thrillers, horror, horror. Um, we were going, we did Army of Darkness, and then, um, shit hit the fan in my life, and we didn't do stuff for a while, and so now we're coming back to this podcast, and, um, uh, we are staying with the Sam Raimi vibe, um, kind of, you know, instead of just watching Army of Darkness again, and then reviewing it, we figured we would do another Sam Raimi horror movie, um, and that is, uh, 2009, I think? It my, is 2009. 2009? Yeah. Uh, 2009, Drag Me to Hell. Um, which is Sam Raimi's excellent return to the horror genre. Um, what are you guys Googling? I'm texting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. What's going on, guys? <laughs> All right. Jeez, this is... Call me out, I don't you? <laughs> it's Halloween. I'm not going to be home. I'm letting my wife know that I bought Halloween candy for the dreams. <laughs> All right. There you go. We're, we're multitasking with yeah. our smartphones. Um, so yeah, we um, I figured you know coming back to the podcast, kind of just do a little bit different format on how we do the show, and so we're gonna do um, kind of a. I haven't seen this movie in years. I can't even. Re I don't really even remember what the hell. I read a synopsis on it, and I was like, yeah, I don't remember any of that. So I'm kind of going on this movie fresh. I don't know if you've guys seen it. Uh, I have. Like, not since it came out, and not I remember it was like, out. yeah, it was like. 
girl pisses off like an old woman who turns out to be a witch. Yeah, and, something like that. Yeah, and then she, yeah, then hell starts coming after her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't remember like anything. No. Like anything in the movie. I just remember that being the premise of the movie. Right. Yeah. I've never seen it, and I just read like the IMDb like summary of it, and that you are correct, and that's what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So um, yeah, I figured we'd do a little bit different and just kind of talk about uh, what we're kind of anticipating going into this movie. Um, I'm anticipating having just watched Sam Raimi, some pretty frantic action scenes, you know, some pretty visceral um, analog costumes, you know, some puppetry going on. Um, what do you guys think? I'm definitely expecting a mix of like horror and like goofy ass comedy. Right. Um, but I think this is going to be like very different because this movie came out in 2009. Do you think the, the comedy will be intentional is the question because yes. I feel like that's, well, that's kind of the, I don't remember if this movie takes it, how seriously this movie takes itself. Cause I don't know. Like going back like into, you know, uh, evil dead where it's like, the original, original, right? Did, like, was the, taking the itself seriously, one, but Evil it was Dead laughable. 2, but, yeah. And then, like, Evil Dead 2 was pretty much just like literally just like them reshooting the first one, but like being like, hey, well, we know what's going on now. Time, like, it's tongue in yeah, we got it now. And then, I mean, you'll hear our thoughts of Army, and Dark, yeah. Army of Darkness when we do the rest of this podcast. But. So, yeah, I'm wondering if this is going to be more of like Evil Dead original, where it's like taking itself seriously and provides some like unintended laughs or if it's going to like be a little bit more like you said tongue in cheek and actually lean into it a little bit more I think it's going to lean into it considering it's Sam Raimi and that's like what he's established himself after the first Evil Dead um, as being you know horror like he he he's a master of writing that line of horror comedy and uh, so Commodore Horami Horami Hority 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 that sounds like a disease <laughs> but but I think I agree with Dennis I think it's gonna be like looking a little bit more just because of the fact that like Justin Long is in this movie oh okay so yeah. it, it's probably gonna be a little like it's gonna be horary but it's gonna be also be like intentionally kind of funny alright is my prediction alright well um yeah uh, Let's so find out. <laughs> when we return, we will have just seen Drag Me to Hell. So when we come back, um, yeah, we will have our review of Drag Me to Hell. So um, be right back um, into you. Ten seconds to us, two hours. We're back. Um, yeah, we just we just watched Drag Me to Hell. <laughs> wow, Drag Me to Hell. That, that was a long hour and thirty nine minutes. That was a long hour and thirty nine minutes. Um, and that's not to say the movie's not entertaining. No, it's thoroughly entertaining. It I, is. It, it's yeah. just the pacing. The, yeah, exactly. The pacing is it's um it's not fast. <laughs> it's, it's halting. It is. Is what it is. Like you get these great Sam Raimi scenes of like goofy horrorness that are awesome and then it's spaced out by these long long scenes yeah of just the story which isn't right. progressing fast at all no it's yeah, still no. a great story yeah i really enjoy a lot of the characters and the character development in this story particularly jason long was that his name justin long? Justin, long. justin long yeah um i like his story arc um i really like uh i don't know i i really like this movie actually. yeah i liked it a lot yeah um I think it forgets that it's kind of a comedy. 
<laughs> for about 90% of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's the problem because it's, it's like struggling with its pace and it's also struggling with its tone. Right. Because when it's in like the full blown Sam Raimi stuff, it's being full blown Sam Raimi. And the rest of it is trying to be like a more traditional uh, like horror thriller. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the thing is like Justin Long <laughs> is the least funny part of he's this movie. He's the straight man. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. very earnest in this movie. <laughs> and <laughs> it's not to say he's doing a bad job because he does a good job in the movie. But yeah, it's like he is, yeah, not funny in this movie whatsoever. But there's a lot of like gags that happen like quite literally. Right. Uh, and, <laughs> and repeatedly uh, that, you know, are, yeah, extremely comical like in, in like the, uh, like kind of like, over-exaggerated body horror that, uh, yeah, Sam Raimi definitely has an affinity for. Uh, but yeah, it, it is interesting, like, when such a comedic actor, because I don't know, like, what he, what his IMDb page looks like as far as, like, before this and after this, because I feel like he's had a pretty decent range up to this point, but I don't know if he Justin was doing... Long? Yeah, but I don't know if he was doing it's many like serious Pie things before. Like I don't think he's in American Pie. He's not in American Pie? I'm pretty sure. God damn. Yeah, I don't know if he was doing many serious things before he's this. In, but movies like American yeah, Pie. Yeah, he was using like, accepted, you know, like right. stuff yeah. like similar. And he, I don't know if this is before or after Die Hard 4. Oh, God. I think this is before oh, this is Die Hard 4. Live Free or Die Hard? Is that the one yeah. we're referring to? I think this is before Live Free yeah, or Die Hard. Yeah, pretty sure it's before it. Because this is like still Ots, and I think that one was like maybe 2010. 2010. Yeah. yeah. That movie was not good. No, I mean, no. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it's the fourth Die Hard. It's entertaining, <laughs> but it's not good. Um, I loved... Uh, I love the costumes in this. I think the old lady is great, like with her yeah. eye and hands and everything, you know? Yeah, well, like, all the like the effects with yeah. the old lady are awesome. Right. Like, the, my first thing, like one of the first notes I wrote was that uh, that car scene when the old lady is attacking her, like our main character in the car, is like so Sam Raimi when Christine is like fighting back with the stapler. And oh, stuff. yeah. <laughs> and like, the old lady, like she's crashing the car and the old lady's like teeth are flying out. And, <laughs> And oh, it, like, wow. tries to bite her, and, like, she can't because her teeth are out of her head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, this actually is after uh, Live Free or Die Hard. Ha-ha. Live Free or Die Hard was 2007. Oh, this damn. This is 2009. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. But, yeah, like you're saying, it, it's... I did love, like, the visual... Uh, like, the gore and the... Again, it, was, it came off definitely as more comedic than, like, frightening. Um, but yeah, that whole car scene was pretty hilarious <laughs> where, yeah, she's like shooting, like hitting her with the stapler. She like staples her eyes closed. And then like, as she's like hits, like, as she like back, like goes in reverse and then like crashes behind her and then like drives forward and then crashes forward. And like the staple, like does like a was the staple this, shoots out of her head. With, with, we had, there was like 3d, 3d movies at this point. Right. Cause this feels Maybe. like there's like some stuff in here that feels like it was like made specifically for, I think that's just Sam Raimi. Like, if, if, if like the, the <laughs> scene, if like the vomit stuff was in 3d, I probably would have thrown up. Uh, <laughs> it's very, have you guys seen like, um, uh, Dead Alive, like Peter Jackson's horror movie from back in the day? I have not. I've heard of it. Like I know of, of it, it's, but I, 
arguably the most disgusting just gross stuff happens in that movie you know and like 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 for instance like when the anvil drops on <laughs> on the old lady's head like when she's like having when christine's in, having in this like, movie yeah in yeah. this movie when christine's the having anvil. like the, <laughs> the, the having... anvil that for some reason is suspended by a rope in her garage i love yeah i love how you just swept right past that too <laughs> so, but anyway go ahead <laughs> in the scene where the anvil drops on the old lady's head <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it just reminded me of a lot of like Peter Jackson visuals. Um, and just like a lot of that stuff is just kind of like reminiscent of like how it, like how gross, like over the top gross, you know, like pus is used a lot in this, you know, um, like stuff like that, you know, like, I don't know. It just reminds me of a lot of like, yeah, I mean, being popped. there was some real gross out stuff in this in like the comedic, like, gore sequences yeah it was just yeah so over the top to where uh i mean even like what we watched rikio which has like a lot of over the top gore effects but the way that they're like portrayed like it seems more uh this definitely comes off as funnier than oh yeah the gore in rikio well i don't know they're both ridiculous in their own level like i think this is more like gross out kind of stuff and whereas rikio is more like over-the-top cartoon, like, ridiculousness. Yeah. R- Rikio's closer to Army of Darkness. Yeah, yeah, say. for sure, yeah. Which is the other Sam Raimi movie that we watched. Um, but I still want to talk about this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. I Oh, yeah, I want to talk about Justin Long's character. Like, uh, at first, he's, like, kind of, like, a stereotypical, just kind of, like, douchey boyfriend where he's like, yeah, whatever, you know, you're into astrology and you need to get your stuff red or whatever you know i'll i'll support you i guess i didn't really you know. see it as douchey though well kind of I, at the I beginning i just saw him as like the skeptic yeah, yeah. and like i mean he was just like constantly interrupting when she was like getting her fortune read and everything and and then like but like by the end like he like you know like there's like a scene where they're having dinner with his terrible parents his mom is like the most arch character i've seen in a movie right. in the past like six months or a year i know like, she's drawn she's like drawn like yeah. a cruella Deville character <laughs> <laughs> like i'm pretty sure she's animated in this movie like right from the very beginning when she's like calling him on the phone it's like oh this is clearly a villainous character <laughs> and i was so surprised that that's not who christine wanted to give the button to at the end i was oh thinking yeah that that's why they were making her so terrible well no because she was like coming around remember like she was coming around to christine after she like told her about her father's or her mother's alcoholism she was like oh that was really brave and i was never brave enough to talk about like my father's and so like that was like a moment where she started to warm up and then immediately after that like things start going crazy and so she's like justifiably like back on guard because like she's like christine is throwing glasses at doors and like screaming screaming. yeah so she's justifiably on guard once again i think that she definitely comes off initially as being uh yeah the no no one will ever be good enough for my son type of mother well not just no one because she wants him to marry some hoity-toity yale girl who plays tennis and shit She's talking to him on the phone, and she's saying, like, oh, don't date that farm girl. She won't advance your social standing, because you need to get together with this girl who yeah. goes to our tennis club and is a Yale whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, again, yeah, the ultimate just type of elitism. But yeah. she does co- start coming around to Christine until, again, she just goes crazy <laughs> right right in front of them. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry we keep derailing. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Uh, there's a scene where, like, after he meets her parents, like, her awful, his, yeah, like, Christy meets uh, Justin Long's, like, awful mom, like, 
there's like a scene where like her his mom is like no you should stay don't don't chase after her because she like because christine like runs away because she's like going crazy you know and um because the demon's after her soul and uh, um and then it like kind of fades away and you don't really know if justin chases after her but then like a few scenes later like you find out that he does and not only does but like pays for like an exorcism pays ten thousand dollars yeah yeah for premium exorcism and I love how like there's the the chemist from uh, um, Inception is in this movie playing yes. yeah. <laughs> a comparable role. Yeah, like a very similar. role. Yeah. Huh. Wasn't he also in? Um, uh, uh, help me out here. Um, Avatar was he? Is he that same actor? I only saw Avatar the one time. I know. Yeah. And I don't remember. I think everyone just saw I Avatar don't watch the it one yet. time. <laughs> All right, but um, I thought that this movie was a little bit of a waste of a David Paymer. Uh, David Paymer plays her boss at the bank, and he's one of those character actors who like always plays a good, like slimy bad guy type character. And in this one, he's just like a normal dude. And I'm like, why do you cast David Paymer if you're not going to have him? Oh, be a I know. I thought he was totally going to take a slimy corner like any second, and he doesn't. Yeah. yeah, like even at the end, he kind of redeems himself by being like, "Oh yeah, Stu was kind of an idiot, and I had your back." Well, I mean, that's the thing is, like, I... Hmm. What's up, Craig? <laughs> no, it just, it just seemed like a pretty big deal, like, to make over something that... I guess, I guess, in the end, it was, like, her decision. But it's just, like, one of those things where I just feel like it's, like, she's a horrible person and she deserves to go to hell. But I don't think she really did anything all that bad no like, i don't she think just, she like had any of it coming to her she just like again is just like a part of this like horrible system like of like having to work in banks and yeah do this thing and like try and get this job so that way she can have like a little bit better in life and it's all just like made me kind of sad <laughs> about, oh, like, yeah. about like she what? definitely didn't deserve to be do, do you think that she like stole that coat at the very end because no. she's trying to get the coat and the woman won't open the shop. Yeah, the, but the, she'd have to, like, break in and, like, kill her. Okay, or, like, yeah, she, she would have had to have done a lot. She would have had to have done a whole lot to, like, get that coat. Just... But, yeah, she didn't deserve it at all. Um, but it, it was so obvious that, like, she was still going to hell at the end because it's like, oh, she's made it to morning and she got rid of the button and everything and everything's turning her way. Oh, yeah. But the movie is still going on. Oh, I know. So we know. And it's a horror movie. <laughs> Well, it was like the second that she like dropped the envelope and it was like a bunch of other paper spells. Like oh, she's yeah. gonna grab the wrong envelope. For sure. It's like I thought it was gonna be. I actually thought it was gonna be the uh, nickel that she got for him before in the movie. It was. She, yeah. No, she, it was a quarter. He said it was a quarter. It was like remember, it was like some sort of quarter. But she got him a nickel earlier in the movie. He said it was. So maybe that's like I it don't was know. the same coin that she found. Yeah, him. it has to be the same coin because he put that coin into an envelope. Okay, yeah, well then someone in the totally writing check off got, coin. Someone, someone in the writing that got like they, they switched check up off because coin, they called but... it a nickel before, and then at the end of the movie he calls sure. it a quarter. But yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Um, well, um, should we take a break and then we come back talk about Army of Darkness? That sounds like a great plan. All right. We're going to do that. So break yourself. And we're back. Um, thanks for joining us on our special Halloween episode. Sam Raimi style. 
Um, I want to thank uh, Craig and Colin for joining me for. Um, I don't know. It's, this is like a really unconventional Halloween for me. Usually, I'm at my cousin's house, like making donuts, and this is like the first year in many years I haven't done that, and so. I don't know. I just thank you for joining me on a Sam Raimi um, horror movie. I was in the middle of watching that movie, and I was like, this is exactly what I wanted to do tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to be here, Dennis. I mean, usually on Halloween, we're also at your cousin's house, but we're eating donuts. Yeah. And watching <laughs> scare the crap out of little kids. Yeah. It's good times. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah, that was kind of a review of, um, of uh, Drag Me to Hell, which is a movie that, um, yeah, I man, I got to put that more into my Halloween rotation. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It is. I think it's really well done. Um, Do we know that actress? I don't think I've seen her again. She's in um, Big Fish. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. She's in like a few other things, but that's like what I know her from. I was um, speaking of actors in this movie. I was kind of sad that they <laughs> had Octavia Spencer in this movie and then like wasted her. She was literally in the background in one scene. Really? Yeah, she's like one of the bank coworkers. Like <laughs> when like when everything's like just going oh crazy, yeah, she's like standing in the background. I was like, oh, that's Octavia Spencer, and then she never comes back in the movie at all. That's that's disappointing. Was yeah. it, is this like in the middle of her career, or would this be like uh, in the beginning this, of it? it? Really early. Like, yeah, probably pretty early, I would think, because like she doesn't have a single line. No. She, she is just like yeah, I remember that she was established that that would that, like not be the case. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that happened a few times in like the. Uh, um, how did this get made movies we've watched like from the 80s where yeah, there'd be like an established actor and they're like who's that and why are they in this movie yeah so yeah it looks like she was coming off of like tv at the time because it looks like just before that she was on like uh ugly betty a show called halfway home wizards of waverly place yeah so like, she was making the transition from dollhouse to oh i didn't really so yeah this is like it looks like one of her very first like film roles hey we'll give you a screen test <laughs> no lines but yeah so I was like that was one thing I also had uh, an alternative title for this movie which is bitch slap by black Phillip <laughs> just because she gets like knocked around a whole lot in this movie oh, by that oh yeah like there's so much of her just being like thrown around a room by like air yeah, yeah ghosty goat man <laughs> um, yeah I love how we followed um, it, the witch with this yeah <laughs> uh it was it was great i'm so glad again i'm really glad that i watched the witch you know like uh, i just gotta say that's like i think that's kind of like a must see horror movie i, I would agree yeah. um as is army of darkness army of darkness yeah this is the movie that we did we watched a few weeks ago uh it was the original sam raimi that i i pitched for us to do um because man i hearken this back to like i think this is like when i like first started to enjoy like kind of like the I don't know what's the word, um, gothy kind of subculture. Yeah, you guys know I, what I'm I, talking I can, about. I, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. The Halloween subculture, um, where you know, like, cool. It, it's cool to like talk about dead things and rotten stuff, you know. And this movie kind of exemplifies that kind of childish view of that. Yeah, like this. This it's a movie that's absolutely for the child in you. Right. Yeah. Like a like twelve year old you would love this movie, I think, and also adult you. It turns out because I thought this movie really held up. Um, I you know I was kind of nervous watching it. I was like from just memory. It's just like oh yeah, this is. It was kind of ridiculous when I watched it when I was a kid. I can you know let's see how it holds up. And man, it it's got great production value. It I mean, does, and, and it's it's so ridiculous that it's an absolute blast right like it's it's one of the most fun movies to watch that is around yeah 
like it, we were talking about the pacing of Drag Me to Hell, like having some problems. That is not at all true with Army of Darkness. No, that thing just moves. It does. <laughs> it steps on the gas from go. Like, and it's it's just a blast. I mean, like it's such a quotable movie. Um, I mean, for, it has Bruce Campbell. I mean, like let's let's start there. Um, let's go over it actually. Um, but it's it picks up right where. Uh, Evil Dead Two ends, which is he gets uh, Bruce Campbell like fights off like the evil and then gets sucked into this vortex and it brings him back in time to like the Renaissance time. Well, to like medieval times. Yeah, medieval times. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, it's like a feudal area that he's in, and like he gets taken captive. Yeah, because one faction thinks that he's fighting for a different liege than like the one that they're like kind of at war with. Yeah, and he gets taken to a stronghold. And um, they like, like his car also gets sucked up into the vortex. And so they're all like, everyone's like, what the hell is his car? You know? And there's all these knights just hitting his car with swords. Right, yeah. <laughs> like right away. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just insane. So like they take him to the stronghold and like they start, they start like killing these captives by dropping him in this pit. And like one of them drops in and like, I think this is where the moment where it's like the movie is like, oh, okay, I get it. And like, like this guy gets dropped to the pit and it's like quiet for a bit. And then there's like, you hear some struggle and then just like a geyser, geyser of blood, of blood. <laughs> just shoots out of the pit. And it's just like ridiculous and impossible and amazing and fun and awesome. And you're just like, man, what's happening? <laughs> um, and yeah, it just goes from there, and like he kind of like he kills off the thing like it's down in that pit because the wise man throws his chainsaw down to him. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he comes out and he managed to get his shotgun back, and he now becomes like the leader of these guys, and he has to go find this book, like the Necronomicon, in order to get back to his time. Right. Because hey, man, all he wants to do is just go back, go back to his time. Right, doesn't he keep saying that? It's like, yeah. as soon as you get your book, you send me back in time, or whatever. <laughs> back to my time. <laughs> back to the future. Back to back to the future, <laughs> yeah. But, it, you know, Campbell makes it very clear. Ash, excuse me. Ash. Makes it, he makes it very Please. clear that he's just looking for looking out for numero uno. And he's <laughs> oh, not going to stick around for any of these people. So this caricature of, like, the strong guy who's yeah. just here. To, like, like, especially his interactions with that woman who's like, come on, baby cakes, give me some sugar. Give me some sugar. <laughs> like, like that. Oh, God, their interaction's hilarious. Like, what, she, like, comes to him to, like, give him, like, no, like to like apologize because she yeah, like because at first she hated him. She right. thought he he had like killed someone. Who yeah, she loves him. and like so she comes and like apologizes. And then he's like whatever, and like and so she like turns and leaves, and she, then he's like hey where you're going, and like grabs her and spins and her around. Her. And he's like come on baby, give me some sugar, and like that's courting in this movie. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean that was probably courting in the 1300s. So. <laughs> Now, quoting in the 1300s was like, me and three of my friends are going to go kidnap this woman, and now she's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you were like a pauper. Yeah. But, but if, if you're rich, it would be like, it's like I'm going to buy this woman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to give your dad some goats, and now I own you. Yeah. <laughs> Am I going to kidnap you, or am I going to buy you? Those are your right. two options. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they evolved from just thwacking them over the See, head. See, choices. Women yeah. had choices. Evolution. You could be bought or stolen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so he goes on this quest. He gets this book. Um, uh, during the quest, he what like a demon inhabits his body and splits off from him. And so yes. now there's like evil him, which uh, he fights off, and then he has to fight like a million 
tiny evil hymns. Right, yeah, yeah. But then one of, no, 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 then one of those goes into him and inhabits oh, that's him, right. that's and then splits off of him, and so then there's like evil him yeah. that he chops up into bits and buries, but then gets resurrected because he acquires the Necronomicon by saying the words wrong that he was supposed to say. Yeah. And so now, like, evil chopped up him is, like, kind of the embodiment of the evil that he set yeah, upon and, this world. and is the leader of an army of the dead, Darkness. which is also rising. Yeah. So there's an army of, like, literal skeletons. Yeah. And they're just skeletons. Yeah, they're just, they're, yeah. They're just skeletons, and they're, like, claymation animated in, like, uh, uh, like Revenge of, or Clash of the Titans. Right. Yeah. At best, Cullen. At best. <laughs> Usually, they're just skeletons. Yeah, a lot of times it's just a skeleton is there and it gets smashed up right, in yeah. a battle scene. And it's it's <laughs> the just, most fun thing to watch. Yeah. Someone's just like holding it below the screen, just right, like yeah. shaking it. Just a <laughs> <this laughs> stationary skeleton that they have to like shake to speak like a shitty Frank Oz. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I find it hilarious because I watched the first... Uh, Evil Dead before watching this uh, to refresh myself and it's <laughs> it's weird it's like the like anti-camp like this movie is like so camp and then Evil Dead is like trying so hard it's it's really like trying and you can like tell it's like they're like really 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 wanting this to be like a good horror movie and it's like all of the things that they're like turning on its head, like in this one, is like things that they recognize in the first one is like, yeah, we did horribly. <laughs> it's like we did a bad job, and now we're just gonna make fun of ourselves for doing that, which is great. That's why you have to love Sam Raimi. It's yeah. like he does this one thing and then realizes, oh, this isn't working that great. Guess what? I'm just gonna be honest about this and lean into it yep. and he makes this amazing career out of it. I know, yeah. it's great. It's like he's like turns out I'm really good at this whole thing that like people, you know, found enjoyment out of that I didn't mean to do. Let's just remake that movie and lean into it, you know, and then do a sequel. And then like I don't know. It's he's great. I think it's fantastic. And especially since you don't see any of this in any of his Spider-Mans. Like not really. I mean, in Spider-Man 2 there was like kind of like some of those um, that kind of like that quick pan or quick zoom moment, like that herky like, jerkiness. Thing yeah, there was a little yeah. bit of that. Okay. Um, and then there's, there's a lot of the same visual language, but I yeah. don't see like the archness or like the the campiness in his Spider-Man movies. Oh, really? Because like the second movie, there's like that cafe scene where it's like Doc Ock shows up and it's like camera like switch and then like there's like people like screaming like '50s like vaudeville style like. Like it's like there's it's not like over the top and it's not like over it's not used a whole lot but there's like some moments in there where it's like oh yeah you can see the Raimi in that like yeah, you can yeah. you can I, see it I guess I gotta go back and and rewatch Spider Man two Spider Man two <laughs> oh man it's been years yeah I haven't years. seen the movie in a really long time yeah. that scene really just sticks sticks out though it's, it's a good really movie well, yeah it's, it's a good movie. Doc Ock is great in that movie. Yeah. Like, Sam Raimi definitely, like, has, uh, like, knows how to put his stamp on things. Like, you, there's, when you're watching something that's Sam Raimi, like, you're, you don't doubt that it's you, Sam you Raimi. You know it's a Sam yeah. Raimi. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And those are always my favorite directors, I feel. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just really, I really like it when they put a little Artur touch to things. Um, makes it satisfying. Um, what else? What else we got? Well, he, like, leads the army... Of 
are humans against the army of the dead and then they're losing and they're joined by the other faction to oh, yeah. win the day so it's a cool little moment with that yeah his uh his like quote-unquote girlfriend like it's like turned evil oh who's oh, the yeah. teacher from matilda yeah um and then doesn't she turn good again in the end yes okay yes she's like after the evil is defeated she turns good again because she's gets like possessed by evil bruce campbell that's been reincarnated after yeah because some like evil bat creature comes down and kidnaps her yeah yeah an evil like claymation clash of the titans bat creature which is like one of my favorite moments and it's fantastic it's it's great i I just love it like and then that whole that whole battle scene when like the skeletons like besiege the the hold you know and like like scaling the walls and everything like i don't know i think i thought that was really well done considering it was just like claymation and just like classroom skeletons that they were using (laughs) um uh but yeah then they they he uh, Ash saves the day, pretty much, and then they teleport him back into the future. But but he says the words wrong again. He says the words wrong again. And so the evil follows him back into the future, and then the movie ends. And the movie ends with him in S-Mart. That's right. Like, fighting off the dead with his girlfriend in the future. Like, his different yeah. girlfriend. Because yeah. he left the old girlfriend in the past. Right. Yeah, and then I when I first saw this movie, there's like another ending where he just ends up like sleeping for way too long. So it's like he wakes up like a thousand years in the future, and then it's like he wakes up with like a really long white beard, and then that's like how the movie ends. That's bizarre. Yeah, that's that like that's the. I, but also sounds like it would absolutely fit in the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, it, it could totally be the ending. <laughs> also, when he like has that scene, uh, like when he's doing like trying to figure out which one's the actual book, uh, and I like had some other names for the Necronomicon that I'm sure you guys are gonna groan about. So there's the one where his like his face gets all elongated. So we've got the Necalongicon, <laughs> and then the other one that tried to like eat his face off, and that was the Necronomnomicon. I think right. I remember this. Yeah, oh, no, I that, remember that you, you do. saying I these bet things you do. while we were watching it. I yeah. bet you do, and it's, I'm gonna say it again. I stand by my puns. It feels like I got like racked in the nuts. I stand like, by my puns. I stand by them. Uh, okay, anything you got? Any other puns for us there, or is that it? No, those, those are the only two that he had that were in the movie. So that or that he had. So those were the ones that I came up with: the Necalongacon and the Necronomnomicon. Thank you. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. very welcome. <laughs> I will. So I will not you, be judged. I will not be <laughs> silenced. I will not be erased <laughs> for my love of puns. <laughs> Craig, uh, by the way, we have to talk about your shares because the pun budget um, for this month <laughs> is is sadly uh, taking a cut. So, so we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a talk about your shares later. <laughs> I would say if there's one thing that I felt the most discriminated about doing this podcast with you guys, it's my puns. It's and it's just it hurts you guys. You know, I, I can't help it. It's just the way I am. Just, just, just leave me alone. All right. <laughs> um, uh, I have a question for you guys. Um, I have noticed that there's now a Ash versus the Evil Dead television series. Oh yeah, that's been gone. I think it's like season. Yeah, it's been going on for a bit. Yeah. Has any of you, have either of you watched any of that? I have not. Have not. I wonder if it's good. I've heard I mean, things. it's got a few seasons. Yeah. I think it's on Showtime. Sounds about right. I think so. Um, cool. Well, I think I, I want to check that out. 
I do like the character the, the viewers Ash. watching. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, uh, we got anything else you guys would like to say about uh, these here movies? I, I like that they quote Julius Caesar in Army of Darkness. Mm. They're fighting in the big battle. He says, uh, or somebody says, "Cry havoc and let slip the dogs of war." <laughs> right on. Um. Okay. Well. Um. That wraps me up. If it wraps you guys up, I think uh, that's a wrap. I can just do quick stats. Cool. Um, Army of Darkness has a 7.6 on IMDb, a 57 Metacritic, a 72 Rotten Tomatoes, and 87 Audience Tomatoes. And on a budget of $11 million, it made $21 million. Good. Drag Me to Hell has a 6.6 .6 on IMDb, an 83 Metacritic, a 92% Rotten Tomatoes, a 62% Audience Tomatoes. And on a budget of $30 million, it made $91 million. Wow, it did better than I thought it would. Yeah. Um, and that audience tomatoes is abysmally low. Should be higher. Yeah, I think it, I could see why people wanting it to be like a more down the middle horror movie or wanting it to be a more like comedy comedy thing. Yeah, would have a problem with it because of like the mixed tone and the pace. But right. I'm willing to look past that for the really enjoyable parts of it. I think it's a home run. I think yeah. it's its own. I think it's its own thing without taking too much of like being like. Oh, that's so Sam Raimi. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think it's just enough, and I thought it was well executed. Um, all right. Well, that wraps up our reviews of um, some Sam Raimi, our Sam Raimi night. Um, when we return, we will talk about uh, our recommendations for you and what movie we're going to do next week or two weeks. No. Um, all right. Stay with us. And we're back. Um, thanks for joining us this Halloween. Well, whenever you're listening to it. Spooky Halloween. Spooky Halloween. Um, yeah, well, we're recording them Halloween. Yeah. And it, it, it's not coming out on Halloween. But yeah, I'm not putting it out tonight. <laughs> um, for I am addicted to Fallout. <laughs> and I'm probably going to go... Hell, I'm going to launch right into our recommendations. Um, this is our recommendations. I'm going to recommend some stuff to you. Um, one of the things that I've been really into these past couple weeks has been uh, Fallout. Um, no particular game, although I am playing Fallout New Vegas with some mods on it to make it look like a LA, like a more like a like a noir black and white film, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, I didn't know you could do that. Turns out you can. <laughs> um, and uh, I've been playing that, and I've been um, checking out, I've been learning about Fallout lore, and my recommendation this week is the, it's a um, YouTube channel, it's called, and it's uh, hosted by the guy Oxhorn, and I think it's just called Oxhorn, um, and he has this very specific affectation to his voice, but it makes it sound like he's suspicious of everyone around here. But I just love him. I really do. I've I spent the past um, well, like about oh gosh, about maybe like five hours listening to like him go over uh, the Fallout One game, and I, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I I've never played that game, and he just presented it in such a way that I felt like if um heck anyone could just enjoy it. Um, just listen to him describe things, and um, if you're a video game fan and a Fallout fan, then more the better. Um, so that's my recommendation this week, Oxhorn. So. I will recommend doo, 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 The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina 
Um, yeah, I feel like given the spooky month that we just came out of and uh, the, uh, you know, allusions to the Salem witch trials that we got with the witch and a little bit more crazy black goat demon in this movie. Uh, Chilling of Richard Saprita is a pretty good uh, segue. Uh, it almost feels like it could even be just like a sequel to The Witch, but um, it's very um, different from the original, uh, or not the original, but from the sitcom that, you know, some of us might have grown up with, the, the Sabrina, Sabrina the Teenage, the teenage Witch. Witch. Yeah. Or even Sabrina the Animated Series, which I also watched. Um, and I, I don't know if I've met anyone else that has, but um it is nothing like either of those it is very dark and um very like everything i mean it's it's um yeah very uh apparently i haven't read the original comics but apparently it's it's truer to the original source material of the comics and um there's yeah a lot of satanic rituals and witch orgies and crazy dark magic and blood and just it's fun and i love it and it's really awesome and uh gosh like there's so many beautiful people in it too it's, it's <laughs> like crazy um but yeah i definitely recommend the chilling adventures of sabrina on netflix check it out i'm uh, also recommending a youtube series it's called Things I Bought at Sheets. Sheets with a Z. Um, it's with Justin McElroy and his friend Dwight. And the conceit of the show is that Justin goes to Sheets, which is a chain of uh, gas station slash convenience store slash fast food restaurants on like okay. the East Coast. <laughs> he goes to Sheets and he buys something. And then he tries it on camera and his friend Dwight has to guess what Justin's review of that food item is based on his reaction. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just this launching pad for this really dry, really goofy, like hilarious show. They'll have like mini like story arcs over a course of like three or four videos. And like each one is like three to 15 minutes long. Huh. But it, it's just so funny. And, like, you can binge through it really fast because they're so short. And, like, you'll want to keep watching them because there's, like, sometimes a narrative element to it. So, oh, nice. So, uh, Things I Bought at Sheets. That's Sheets with a Z. Right on. YouTube. Well, that's some good recommendations for all y'all. Got a TV show, Sabrina, Teenage Witch, Reboot, Netflix, and a couple of YouTube shows. Uh, Oxhorn and Things I buy at, buy at Sheets. Things I Bought at Sheets. Things I Bought at Sheets. Um, so yeah, check that stuff out. Um, expand your horizons. I know we kind of pitched the same stuff, and uh, I know a lot of you audience members might not be into the same things that we are. Um, give it a go. Um, I just really can't uh, recommend video games enough for if you're going through a hard time and need to escape. Oh my god. Just escape into an RPG. It's really the best. Um, let's see here. What else did I want to say? Oh, um, the next movie we're doing, uh, Craig, refresh my memory. What are we doing here? Um, well, I was wanting to do Outsource, but it looks like it's only available on iTunes. So I will switch it up and go with one that's available on Netflix. It's actually a Netflix original, and it's called Deirdre and Lainey Rob a Train. Um, I recommended this one a while ago, uh, and so now I'm just going to force us to watch it. Um... Yeah, so it is 
about um, two young girls who are trying to raise money, and so they decide to rob a train. And yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> um, it's um, it's pretty it's a com- it's a comedy. It's got uh, I think there's some pretty. Um, yeah, I don't think they're like really well known, or I think this might be like their first roles. They're both pretty young women who are playing in this roles in this movie. Um, but yeah, it's got like Cecilia Zameda in it. Um, she plays like a teacher. So yeah, I think that one will be a good one to watch. Um, and it's funny. So right on. Deirdre and Lanny rob a train. Cool. And you can find that on Netflix. Um, cool. Well, thank you for joining us uh, this week when we wrapped up our horror movie and kind of restructured how we're doing the show. Um, so we'll be coming at you bi-weekly, um, which will be two episodes a month instead of four. Uh, it was just starting to get really stressful for uh, me in particular as far as getting these out weekly. And it was starting to cut into the quality that I wanted to put in. And so now, since we'll have more time putting these episodes out... They're going to be a little bit longer, and you're going to have a little bit more content, as well as kind of a bigger, you know, fair warning of what movie you're going to watch next week. So, I don't know. I think it'll be good for everyone involved. Um, so, anyways, any, uh, as always, you can uh, find us on uh, Twitter. Uh, we're at IWYTWT, as well as each and every one of us are on there individually. I am at the Bucks. I am at Catharticus. I am at Cullen Much. And you can find all of our episodes on soundcloud.com forward slash IWYTWT. And um, you can find them anywhere you uh, catch a podcast on your podcast listening app. Um, Please, please, please go to iTunes and rate us a five-star review. If you do, we'll give you a shout-out. It helps us greatly to expand our little audience here. Um, Anything else, guys? We've got our Facebook group. Facebook groups. Or... IWITWT you can find it (laughs) just search for us search for us and you'll find us yeah if you you found a podcast I'm sure you can find a group on Facebook Um, anything else guys anything you want to say anything at all (laughs) yeah yeah that's it spooky (laughs) (laughs) see ya Watch the fucking movie.